Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern Ned Reynolds in the studio on a very important Red Friday. I've got my throwback Lynn Dawson jersey on, Ned. I don't see. I, I don't. I don't see any red on you at all, unless uh, your underwear. You're unless your underwear US is red. Navy doesn't wear red. Uh, the U.S. Navy wears blue, and that's what that represents. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to correct that before you leave. You're going to be having at least a red shirt on at some point. All right. So Sunday's a big day. Um, NFC Championship: Eagles, 49ers. AFC Championship: Chiefs, Bengals. I think this is the perfect situation for really good competitive football. Um, AFC could have been Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, whatever. It could have it could have been any other facet. But really, I think what we have in these four teams are the best of the best. What do you think happens? I think we'll see two very good football games. First of all, we'll go with the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes compromised. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL, in my opinion. And I don't like to make statements of that nature, but he is the best. Even a compromised Patrick Mahomes is better than everyone else. Yes, he won't be at 100%, but yes, he will play. He'll be in the field. He will be the leader of the Chiefs. Kansas City's offensive line is very good. Defense is going to make the difference in this game. And it comes down to the O-line protecting Mahomes, which they will do, and defense stopping Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow may be the second best QB in the NFL, but right now, Patrick Mahomes is number one. Burrow has just a great fleet of receivers, and you know all about them. Gosh, you've got T. Higgins and Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd and people of this caliber out there who are all great receivers. Chiefs D-backs are going to be in for a very long evening. But the game may come down to rushing. And in that situation, you've got Mixon, P. Ryan, Chris Evans, who nobody's heard of before. And heck, he was a top draft choice for the Bengals out of Michigan. These guys are all top-level runners. Kansas City has their share, too. And it may come down to that. It's going to be cold. It'll probably be dry in Kansas City, but it will be cold. And the temperature's liable to dip down to maybe 10 or 12, somewhere around there before this game is all over. That doesn't do either team a whole lot of good. That doesn't harm them either, as long as it's dry. I think we'll see a very good game. Defense is the key, in my opinion. I'm going to go pick a winner. I won't do that till Ned Talk on Sunday afternoon. The game in the National Conference, Philadelphia-San Francisco, also matches up very, very well. You have two really good quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts could be the National Football League MVP. I don't think he will be. I think it'll be Mahomes. But over and above all of that, Brock Purdy, the third <laughs> Mr. Irrelevant, which is a lot of rubbish. He's a very fine quarterback. You're at this low. I mean, I know that's the name, but I just I'm, I want to piggyback on what you're saying because it is rubbish. If you get to the point, even if you are a backup quarterback in the NFL, you're probably the one of the best in your. I mean, I just the, the Mr. Irrelevant thing's stupid. He's it a is, great quarterback. It's insane because when it was established, Mike, when it was established, there were 61 rounds. There are now seven. <laughs> <laughs> and you're drafting the seventh round. You're Mr. Red. What a lot of rubbish. Hey, the kid is a great player. He can do all of these things. He has taken the San Francisco 49ers and guided them. Here's the disturbing part for San Francisco. Christian McCaffrey did not practice. Did not practice yesterday. Probably won't today when they fly to Philly. He's banged up a little bit. He still is pretty good, and he still will be in there. 
And I love this this comparison. Jalen Hurts and Brock Purdy are hardly strangers to each other. They played one of the epic college football games ever in 2019 when Iowa State played Oklahoma. You might not, you probably won't remember this, but when they played up in Ames, Iowa, Oklahoma, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, a quarterback, took a 42 to 21 lead, and back came Iowa State, and the final score was 42 to 41. And Jalen Hurts beat Brock Purdy that day in college, and that was only four years ago. So these guys know each other. And they remember they know what's coming up, and it will be a terrific battle. Yeah, it will be, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I, I, anything can happen on that field. Um, it's like I said uh, going into this week. I said the my the interns' key to success, if that's what you want to call them, do not play zone against Burrow. The D-backs are going to have to play man, and I know that's a tough ask against Chase and Higgins, but that's just the way it is. And then that front four is going to make the game. If, if I, I love that Mahomes is going to get MVP. I really hope Chris Jones gets some sort of accolade for the defensive job he's done this year for the team, but he's got one more game to prove that argument, and I hope he does that in the AFC Championship, and he's in Burrow's face 80% of the time. That's what I want. Cincinnati's old line's pretty good. Hell yeah, but they are compromised. But again, they sure as hell didn't look compromised against the Bills. They With three players out, and they looked as strong as they did against the Buffalo Bills. And Buffalo's not playing very well and, and won't for the rest of the year, obviously. But Cincinnati can still play the game. Don't sell them. And they'll have one of those players at least back on that O-line. They're, they're hey, they're good. It's they are. a really good football team. And they've also won three straight from Kansas City. They are. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll have the Kingdom Custom trailer out at Coyotes. If you're not going to the game, Arrowhead South, Coyotes on South Glenstone is your destination. Just make sure and get there early because the seats will be gone. So uh, wear your red, get there early, grab a table, and come scream at the TVs with me on Sunday. But do not forget, Ned Talk starts at 3, and you can stream the broadcast with your TV. All right, uh, last but not least, Australian Open has its final set this weekend, so you're going to be doing a little... Uh, Tennis watching too, aren't you? A little tennis watching and a little in the enunciation category. All right, you ready for the ladies' final? <laughs> the ladies' final, this is the championship match, is Elena Rybakina against Irana Sabalenka. Try that and be sober when you do it, right? Okay, that's the ladies' final. That comes up tomorrow night. Men's final, yes, you knew Novak Djokovic would be there. He will against Stefano Sepetis, and these guys are, well, Djokovic speaks for itself. But Sesepis, out of Greece, is one of the world's top players. This will be a terrific men's final. You have to put your chocolate chips on Djokovic, though. He is such a great pro. So that's the that's the Australian finals. That's the first of the year's tennis grand slams. The next one will be the French, and that'll be right around Memorial Day here in the United States. Local college basketball was played last night. Who got the dubs? Well, we had several. We had a, a Lady Bears game against Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa was very good. Played at the Great Southern Bank Arena, and Northern Iowa led virtually the entire game over the Lady Bears. You had a feeling that was going to come to an end because the Lady Bears were dominating this team underneath. Nonetheless, Missouri State down by a whole margin. Fourth period outscored Northern Iowa 23-10, and the Lady Bears win the game 71-67. The key was what's called points in the paint, where the Lady Bears absolutely dominated. Of their 71 points, 48 of them came in the paint. 
Oh, Iowa only had about 14 in the paint. The rest of theirs was outside shooting, and when it cooled off, they had some problems. So a very nice win for the Lady Bears, 71-67, coming from behind. Up in Bolivar, Drury and Southwest Baptist played. You knew the Drury Lady Panthers would win. They're only the number two team in America, and they dominated SBU's Lady Bearcats 80-54. Now, that's routine for Drury. They are a very good basketball team. In the men's competition, Southwest Baptist dominates. The Bearcats 82, Drury 67, so a split of their doubleheader up in Bolivar. That was the scene locally in college basketball last night. A lot of fun, a lot of good stuff, uh, but we're getting closer and closer to the tournament. Two weeks away from Valentine's Day, and then that means uh, once you make your woman happy, she's going to give you a few days off so you can just sit in front of the TV and watch college (laughs) basketball for at least two or three days in a row, right? That'll be the day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh, you know, baseball, it's one of those sports where there's so much mystique behind it, you know, and it's almost to the point sometimes when you talk about older players, and I'm talking about long, long, long time ago, we almost look at it like it's a form of mythology in a way. And there are some mysteries when it comes to baseball, like one that's probably about to be resolved. I think it is. And then again, you don't know. That big mystery is what will happen to the Oakland A's. Major League Baseball wants them to resolve their difficulties now, right now. Their lease on the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, which has been declared unplayable by Major League Baseball, their lease runs out next year. I have to make a decision. They've been in ongoing negotiations with the city of Oakland to build a new stadium, and nothing has been resolved, and they faced a voting defeat last October. All right, what are their options? Move to another city? Las Vegas. That would be the obvious choice. That's where the Raiders went. Why not the A's and have Major League Baseball in Las Vegas? Well, nothing has been forthcoming as far as a stadium or a great anticipation. I think the folks in Vegas would like for the A's to be there, but nobody can seem to make a decision. They had better because Major League Baseball is about to clamp down on this franchise and say, do something. And there is an expression that we can't say on the air, but get off the throne. (laughs) But there are several other cities they could move to. Charlotte, North Carolina wants a team. Portland, Oregon wants a team. They need to be out of Oakland. The stadium isn't good. The attendance at the games isn't good. And Oakland has a fair franchise. They've been in the playoffs. Something has to happen. How will that mystery be resolved? We'll have to wait and see. All right. So we know one thing that is definitely going to happen, and that is this Sunday, the Kansas City Chiefs will take on the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC Championship game. It is the second game since they flip them each weekend. The AFC games are first last weekend, vice versa this weekend. Um, Just a reminder, the Chiefs Radio Network only has the rights to broadcast games outside of Kansas City up until the AFC Championship and, of course, the NFL Championship after that. So, this Sunday, we will have Ned Talk, which starts at 3. These guys are going to do their thing till 4 o'clock. Then we take the Chiefs Radio Network, and we'll be with them until the NFC Championship game is over. As soon as that happens, we have to legally flip to Westwood 1. So, don't even start calling me. If we've been doing this, this is our fifth year. Okay, guys? Hopefully, by now, you understand. There's nothing I can do about it. Of course, I want Mitch to call the game, but legally, they can't do that. So, we will be with the Westwood 1 broadcast, which is great. And then after the game and the trophy presentation, either way, we'll come back with the Chiefs Radio Network for the postgame. 
So I just want to get that out there, Ned, because I don't want I don't want you to have to be fielding the calls on Sunday, going, "Where's Mitch?" And that, and then the Ned starts calling me, and he's angry at me. I just don't want Ned to be mad. And you didn't want it happen for me to say my spiel, do you? You said it all. Well, I well I was just setting it up because usually I'm the one that gets all the I'm the one who gets all the flack. So I'm trying to set you up so Sunday you come in, maybe you have a nice little drinky poo, watch the game. And then got it figured out, man. Um, I, it's it's one of those things where you build it up in your mind, but I don't think that's how it's going to go down. We'll be here at three o'clock. All right, Ned, you have a great day with the A team on Ned Talk, and <laughs> above all else, I got to go throw some red on Ned and go Chiefs.